Hello and welcome back for another episode of Life After Sport. And just following on from our brief intro into season two as to where I've been, I wanted to uh, give you a little bit more of an insight as to the things that are coming. So this week's episode, I have a little bit about how to take ownership for your food and don't be letting yourself down. A couple of small, simple, incredibly simple, easily implementable strategies that I have used in these past couple of years, implemented with clients, and just seen that there's a more so dramatic change in everything from implementing this simple thing. So again, this episode is short, it's sharp, it is a little bit of a kick and a boost to make sure that you can just go, oh, things are actually a little bit simpler for me and a little bit easier for me to implement and to make sure that I'm going to be reaping the rewards as I go forward. And these are just simple things. Again, as I said, I wanna make sure that you're gonna be thriving, you're gonna get back to optimum, and you're also gonna be making sure that you can show up, you can do the simple things incredibly well, and you can make sure to thrive again, just like you did in the past life with your sport. And again, just wanna give a little bit of a shout out to our sponsor, Greenfield Yogurts, making sure that we are going to be aiding digestion as this yogurt contains the same bacteria that is present in our stomach, and not using milk powders or artificial thickeners, just milk and yogurt culture. No preservatives, it's yogurt in its most natural form and allowing us to aid digestion from having a very nice yogurt is a little bit simpler and a little bit more effective than what we may have originally thought. So again, thank you, big appreciation uh, to Greenfield Yogurts for backing and supporting this episode. So without further ado, I'm gonna step back and I'm gonna give you the short one and I'm going to ask you to have a fucking fantastic day wherever you are whatever you're doing and without further ado here we go taking ownership for things that we do and don't do is very often difficult to say the very least so one thing that i would just want to talk about run through and give you a couple of tools and strategies and tips to absolutely smash and boss is the simple things of organizing your food to take ownership for that and stop letting yourself down so right now at the time of this recording we're in a pandemic lockdown may be extended may maybe uh, cut short maybe a little bit more negativity landed in the world by tomorrow we're aware of all of these possible downsides so right now i'm just going to question you and say is there any reason as to why you should go down the toilet with these shit times and shit vibes absolutely not all right so that is what i'm just going to say to you right now if there's an area that we can take ownership and allow us to thrive a little bit more and to stop us from essentially letting ourselves down then i'm going to help you right now give you a few tools tips and strategies to help you thrive not just from a nutritional perspective but to allow that to carry over into other aspects being work training and your mental capacity and clarity as we go forward so i want you to take ownership for your food and don't let yourself down anymore the first thing what you need to do is know when do you operate best if you're getting ready to go into work or if you're working from home just stop and think okay when was i actually most productive today When was I feeling like I was thriving? When was I feeling like, oh, you know what? Time was actually flying because I was in flow and I didn't need to think about all the extra things that I needed to get done. Just think of when was your energy highest? When were you most focused? And then from there, what you need to do 
is then start building your meals and your food around that. If you are waking up first thing in the morning and you're absolutely starving and you can't exercise, you cannot do anything but have food, then think of that pattern. Maybe you do need food first thing in the morning. Maybe you do need to make sure that you can look forward to your breakfast first thing in the morning, to which is going to allow you be a little bit more satiated, full, and then in turn allow you to operate better when you're going to work an hour later. Or is it a case that you need to wake up and then you need to go for a brief walk, maybe have a glass of water, um, maybe just kind of stop and chill and meditate for five minutes before you can go into work. But where's your first meal going to be landing? Is it going to be before? Is it going to be after your getting into state, after you're getting into flow? And just think of that and replicate it. And I know this probably sounds incredibly simple right now. You might even be rolling your eyes to think, yeah, that's very easy. But when was the last time you actually stopped to think about when am I eating best? What are my patterns? What is it that I'm feeling in order to allow me to be the most productive person that I can be from a work perspective? So for me and for a lot of people that I know is we actually kind of tend to skip and push back breakfast because quite simply, if we're to go for a heavy carb meal, first thing in the morning, just kind of feel a little bit bleh, for lack of better terms. You feel like, okay, my stomach isn't even awake, but I'm just after scoffing food down it right now, and all of a sudden, I'm going to start to feel a little bit lethargic, I'm going to get a little bit of brain fog, and I can't really be productive and proactive about all of the things that I need to do right now. So, for me, and one of the things that I actually prescribe for a lot of my clients as well, when we're enduring a fat loss phase, is just push back breakfast. Don't necessarily skip it. And what you will notice is that there's still going to be brain, muscle, and liver glycogen available from your day, from the day before and from all the meals that you've already had. So we get to utilize that a little bit more. And as a result, what you're going to see is that you wake up and you have a little bit more clarity and you have a little bit more focus just to get some of the things done that are the most important to you. Because if it is a case that you're finding that you operate best first thing in the morning and then having your first meal one to two or maybe three hours later, if that suits you, then awesome. Get that one done and then just factor it in. So if you are noticing that maybe I need to just push my breakfast back a little bit, then go for that. Do exactly that if it suits you. But the first thing is you need to figure out when do you operate best and keep that one there so that you can thrive that little bit better. So again, first one, when do you operate best for work? Is it first thing in the morning or is it late in the evening? And then you need to just recognize the patterns a little bit more. Just stop and have a quick think. Write it down. From 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., when am I peaking most and what do I need to do in order to get my food organized around that? Do I need to have it before? Do I need to have it after? Do I need to fast a little bit in the morning? Because it just decreases the likelihood of me getting brain fog and it allows me to be more productive and more proactive with doing work? Or do I just need to wake up first thing and scoff a meal because I can't do anything when I'm hungry? So that's the first thing. When do you operate best for work? Think of that, build your food around that one. Second thing, what I would say is when do you train at your best? And I want you to try and think of, okay, is it first thing in the morning, mid-afternoon, late in the evening? Because I know for me, it's later in the evening when I'm doing some higher intensity training. If I've had a full day of eating, 
and that just makes me feel like okay i've topped up the car with enough fuel that i can now keep going i can push on a little bit more as opposed to if i'm to try and train first thing in the morning it's going to be a little bit more uh conservative shall we call it because if we don't have a lot of uh willpower shall we call it to drive at a very high intense um rate first thing in the morning then it can negate the impact of our training session. So if you're having the intention of showing up and doing a 10 out of 10 interval training session, first thing in the morning may not be as ideal because yes, the glycogen stores are still going to be available from the day before. However, they're not going to be peaking. They're not going to be optimum. And if it is a case that you're trying to go for maximum intensity, then the relative effort of that may actually be perceived a little bit higher and you may fatigue it a little bit quicker. So it may be best for you to execute those intervals later in the afternoon or in the evening. And again, this is just one small tiny little thing. So just think, when do you train at your best? And then from there, this is where the implementable part is, is to retract three hours from that. So the best thing to make sure that we are full, that we are well satiated, and to make sure that ultimately we're not starving, going into a training session because that level of discomfort is huge take that set training time stick it there keep it there make it a non-negotiable commit to it show up to it just like you would have when you were training on the pitch and just minus three hours and have your last meal three hours before that now shouldn't be a huge meal and you want to try and keep the fat content relatively low as well if you're retracting three hours from your training time, then that is when you're going to have essentially your most important meal. If you're going to be trying to create optimum environments, then that is exactly what you want to do. Minus three hours from the set training time, and then from there, if it is between 60 and 90 minutes beforehand, that you're still feeling a little bit peckish, then opt for a small, heavily carbohydrate um, proportion snack. Very easy one. Easy alternatives are bananas, flapjacks, and or if you want to go for a Rice Krispie Square, again, a massive reference from uh, my good friend and high-level sports nutritionist, Chris Lowe. Thank you for that one. So it's just, it's a short shot of energy into the arm to make sure that you don't actually have an empty stomach. Not necessarily going to give you a shot in the arm, but it's going to give you that little bit of a, a pep in your step if you're still starving because nobody wants to go into a training session hungry. So if it is prior to 60 minutes, me personally, I would not recommend that you push to have food. It's better in that case to go in a little bit hungry. So don't be pushing or stressing if it is less than 60 minutes before a training session and you realize, oh shit, I'm now getting hungry. It may not be optimal, but maybe just have a handful or something that's about a bite size maybe even half a rice crispy square or half a banana just to keep yourself feeling relatively full so the first thing when do you operate best think around that one second thing when do you train at your best is it first thing in the morning or is it in the evening from there what's the main goal is it that we need to train at a higher intensity because it has been shown by a lot of experienced athletes that they train harder and of higher intensity later in the afternoon or in the evening once they have been fed. If you fall into that same category, then it might be best for you to push your training sessions from maybe first thing in the morning, later in the afternoon. Again, preference down to you and a little bit more of experimenting as well, if that suits you. And the third thing, 
is I'm going to leave you with this little bit of a statement. First of all, is what gets measured gets managed. If right now we don't really know what we're measuring, then start measuring. And you might be thinking, that's a little bit silly. What the hell is that supposed to mean? If we are tracking our food, if we are using MyFitnessPal, if we are measuring our waistline, literally measuring our waistline by taking a measuring tape, then we're going to get a pretty good indication as to how much our gut, not even our gut, but how much body fat we're putting on in proportion to the aesthetic appearance that we're going to be developing as we go forward. Because there's nothing that's more upsetting than when you start to put on t-shirts from when you were playing, from when you were training, from when you were peaking, at your optimum, and now all of a sudden you're noticing that they're starting to get a little bit tight, they're not so flattering, and you know what, they're getting a little bit loose in my arms, then maybe you just need to stop and take a little step back and take a little bit of ownership for the simple things, which is tracking your food. Count and measure where we are right now as we start to implement some little things, then you're going to notice what gets measured gets managed, and once you're managing things correctly and effectively, then measuring those is going to allow your rate of progress or regress as we go forward. Again, main thing for this episode is I wanted to show up to give you a little bit of an insight so that you can take ownership for your food. Don't let yourself down because if you are to still consider yourself right now as an athlete to which you are, if you're listening to this in your, in between your two ears, your identity is still an athlete. There's absolutely zero reason as to why you cannot perform just do exactly what you have done before in the past in a slightly different context by measuring where you are right now stop and recalculate again after a few weeks assess reassess chop and change things make sure that you know actually how much food are you consuming the simplest piece of advice that i could give anybody right now is to find out okay I'm just going to track my food as best as I possibly can. And from there, you do not need a meal plan. You just need to be very honest with yourself so that you can identify what are the things that are holding you back, the things that are letting you down. And if it is the case that your waistline is starting to get a little bit bigger or a little bit slimmer, then you can notice that, okay, maybe something needs to change. Maybe I need to actually be a little bit more accountable to things. Maybe I need to set a standard that... I'm going to hold myself accountable to until I hit that set standard or achieve that goal. So again, uh, thank you to you, listener. I wanted to give you a short little jab of an insight to help you take ownership for your food and to not let yourself down because you, again, as the athlete, need to continue to show up and to know when you're operating at your best, when you're training at your best and go back three hours and make sure that you're having that meal three hours beforehand so that you're well fueled satiated and you're not feeling tired or lethargic by any means going into that training session so that you can give as much as possible and get the most optimum return for it and the last one is just quite simply count and measure your food that doesn't mean you taking away in scales that just means you Downloading my fitness pal, tracking your food that you are consuming and seeing after a couple of days, couple of weeks, honestly, with a review, am I now seeing any changes? Is my waistline going up? Is it going down? Am I noticing my energy is peaking? Is the weight chopping and changing? A few things just to give you a little bit of an insight. And again, right now, I'm just going to take a brief little second to say thank you to Greenfield Yogurt uh, for the sponsor and making sure to back the right people to make sure to back the right message because 
some things are a little bit different to make sure that we're going to get just a little bit more out of each and every person and no doubt we're going to see that with our sponsor making sure to aid digestion in a little bit more detail and give a little bit more aid to ensure that we as human beings are going to get that little bit better and closer to optimum day in and day out so again massive thank you massive shout out to the sponsor and to you the listener hugely appreciate you listening in and giving up your time uh, to listen to me to give you a little bit of advice and to make sure that you can take it you can implement it and you can help to thrive because this is a podcast where we look to regain passion for challenge look to build and instill fortitude and ultimately have you become unstoppable in every athletic avenue in life physically mentally and emotionally so if there's anything else that we can help you with please feel free to reach out uh, via email the strength at gmail.com hit us up on instagram at strength catalyst or just quite simply go and pop me a private message on facebook um, my name is kieran o'burn your host and i look forward to hearing from you at some time soon until the next episode thank you so much and uh, we'll chat to you soon